So there's this extremely viral picture going around. First posted on Twitter by Chart Data. Second, reposted on Instagram by Academics. And it goes over the top 10 most streamed artists of the year. And can we talk about this for a second, please? Like, we really need to talk about this. Drake had 49 billion streams this year. Second and third closest, 29 billion and 26 billion by Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. Now, we need to pause about this because Drake, after 10 years in the game, still has a chokehold on number one. So much so that on the Spotify, the platform where people are listening to their music the most, he's almost doubling the next competitors. Matter of fact, he's almost has the amount, same amount of streams as Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran combined. Drake, 49 billion. Ed Sheeran, 29 billion. Justin Bieber, 26 billion streams. That is insane. I just think we need to appreciate greatness more often. And that's why I came out with this podcast today. These are my top five favorite albums. I think these are the top five best albums of the decade. Easily hand down, bar none. And with 2021 here and 2020 put to rest, I think it's time to reflect on the past decade and see what the top 10, sorry, top five best albums are. Now, of course, me being an uneducated investor, it's only natural that I be the host of this because everyone knows investing and listening to music go hand in hand. So my taste is basically the number one taste in the world. Uh, it just makes common sense, of course. And before we get into the list, I think there's a couple of honorable mentions because obviously, you know, think about your top five music list and think about how hard it is to really whittle it down. I couldn't. There was so much goodies. So I really had to get in there and just put these on a chopping block, but they still deserve to have their name heard. Now, one of the honorable mentions, Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. Oh, my God. If you heard this album, you already know what it is. Gorgeous. It's the one that says, I've been thinking about you. Ooh, nah, nah, nah. Okay, I'm not going to sing every artist I go through, but Channel Orange, literally, I had so much bathroom shower experiences just singing the whole album. It's amazing. Another type of album I really liked was SZA Control. Now, she's the one that had the song, went super viral. It's called The Weekend. Basically, she says how, you know, you can handle them through the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Just let me handle them on the weekend. Basically, this side chick album. And if you didn't think that was enough of a great song to introduce you to wanting to listen to her, she has bangers like Supermodel and Love that are absolutely amazing. I love this album. If it wasn't for this one song called Go Gina that has the worst transition in the world, then this album would have been a 10 out of 10 for me. Next two albums, honorable mentions, and I know, honorable, but we'll get into the top five. Um, first one has to go to the internet. They have two albums, Ego Death and Hive Mind. And if you're kind of getting the a sound and a taste of the music I like, I like the lo-fi, anxiety-reducing, kind of chill, melodic beats. And internet gives you that with both their albums. I just love the consistency. You have... Um, Ego Death and Hive Mind, one in 2015, one in 2018. That three-year span of those two albums might be one of the best two creator albums of all time. Honestly, one of the greatest bands. Sid is a legend. You need to check them out. And another honorable mention, of course, goes to the late but great XSX Temptation. 
He had two albums, Revenge in 17. And, and what I loved about X, for all those people who never listened to X, he is just so good at being able to jump in any genre and still dominate. Like, he he just has that magic about him. So he gives you some rock songs, some metal songs, just a little bit of taste of everything and really shows you how nifty an artist can be. Anyways, without further ado, let's get into the top five albums of 2020. I know this is what you've been waiting for. This is what kept you awake at night. And I know going into New Year's, you're like, Stewie, Fly Stewie, where is your top five? And here it is. Number five, Igor by Tyler, the Creator. Now, if you haven't listened to this album, fair, maybe Tyler kind of puts you off. At the same time, the thing that blew me away, no more than this just being a very great album to listen to, very flows. It's the one that has Earthquake by Tyler. You might have heard that song. What blows me the way the most is that he produced every or most of the songs on the album. And the unique style is a reflection of that production. Like you can hear it. Like a lot of times with artists, like they can be really creative, but they're really limited by the amount of beats that they take. And somehow Tyler, the creator, just is able to create this beautiful narrative about kind of like a love story, if you will. But a Tyler created love story uh, going from start to end. And he brings it on the journey. It's, it's really great, really melodic. And again, that anxiety reducing theme, we're going to see it go through. Next one is Playboy Cardi Dial It. This came out in 2018. Straight fire. Now, obviously, people were wondering why a lot of people were anticipating a whole lot of Red by Cardi. Because they're like, why do people want to hear this album so bad? It's because Playboy Cardi Dialate was so good. I mean, this is the one with Magnolia. And he has this like, I don't know, almost like a hypnotic kind of tones to all of his music. Very simplistic, very watered down, very minimalistic. I mean, if you're a minimalist, this is your type of music. Honestly, it's so good. And this track, I don't know what it is about the simplisticness, but it's just the greatest background ish music of all time and if you have those double big over ear earphones you are gonna be in a trance literally it's like a mushroom trip the whole album amazing third gotta be my boy kanye now kanye has one of the biggest claims to being the best and greatest artist ever when you think about what he did for jay-z's blueprint and jay-z's career and all these artists in rock nation he has a legitimate claim for the best artist in the last 20 years, honestly. Like, this is some Michael Jackson-type numbers he's been doing. And Life of Pablo, one of the things that I really have to hit on here is the replay value of these albums. Now, there's a lot of great albums that we give and say that are so good. Like, you think about an Illmatic by Nas, or you think about, like, a Blueprint by Jay-Z. But when's the last time you actually went back and listened to that album? Life of Pablo is an album I can put in today. And from the very intro song with ultralight beams until the end, you're like, wow, this is actually a great. He has probably one of the greatest four or five song intros that I've seen, especially when you think about that designer panda, like the greatest intro on that ever. It's absolutely amazing. Now, before we go to number the top two albums, I want to bring in an honorable mention that I think needs to be ahead of all the honorable mentions because this album might be one of the top five greatest albums of right that and we need to put some respect on their name now jersey has 50 billion streams for a reason right he has 50 billion this year for a reason 
And I think one of those reasons is because Views is a low key, one of the greatest albums of this decade. It might be number six if I had to give six a spot. And I know what you're thinking, because the first time Views came out, we were all kind of disappointed. We all kind of weren't into it that much. But something about the replay value of this album, like, can I go through a track list with you? I, I think I really do. Hold up. I, I got to bring this up. Views track list, because we're not giving it the respect it needs. So he has two solid openers with Keep the Family Close and Nine, and they really hit on and get you the tone of the album. Remember, a lot of artists, the intro gets you prepared for the tone. The second song is kind of their most creative tone setting song a lot of times usually the third and fourth songs are the best songs but with drake's next songs you with me or what it's another like lo-fi kind of low-key classic and then feel no ways might be one of the best songs of our decade it, it really is so good like just the melody i don't know if it was e40 who did it e40 uh 40 who did it or whoever did the beats amazing hype Western Road Flows, Redemption with you. And then my favorite song personally of the last 10 years, Faithful. I'm, I mean, I mean, are you hearing these songs? And then after Faithful, you got Still Here, Controller, Grammys, Child's Play, and Pop Style. He's able to put on the end of the album. Pop Style was one of the actual singles on this. And then you got Too Good, which is, you know, the couplet with Work, Work, Work. I think Too Good's better than Work. Summer's Over Interlude might be one of the greatest songs ever. Just as like you think about the melodies, obviously it doesn't really have Drake on it, but it's really good. You got Fire and Desires, which is probably the most low-keyest, easiest song of the album, but it's still good. And of course, you got Views, which is his outro kind of reflection track. Like you need to give Views a listen and really take it in because it is honestly might be Drake's best album. It's super good from beginning to end and sonically consistent. I love it. Anyways, back to our top five list. We got two left. Number two album. This is, comes from Kendrick Lamar, but it's not the album you think. Come on. It's not Mad Kid, Good Kid, Mad City. It's not to Bimpa Butterfly. It's not even Section 80. Come on. You, got, you guys aren't really Kendrick fans if you don't appreciate this album. You know what it is yet? It's the Black Panther album released in 2018. This album is so good, yet so slept on, that I don't think we're really taking in how good it is. You got Kendrick doing his King Kuta, King Kute, I can't even say it, um, you know, kind of rendition in the first song with the, you know, Black Panther intro. And then you got straight into Scissors, um, what is it, All the Lights or whatever it's called, freaking amazing or all the stars I, I can't even remember what it's called amazing and then you got Khalid oh it's just absolutely gorgeous album from head to toe listen to it it is one of the most replayable re-enjoyable you can always jump in it and it has that type of sound to it that it's not gonna grow old like it's just great and then the number one album of the last decade this one this is probably more of a personal favorite to me personally I love all the songs. I love the styles. They kind of brought like the 70s, 80s feel and vibe back with this. And it was just an amazing story, you know? After Hours by the Weekend.
I don't know how he got stuck from the Grammys just because he didn't want to perform. It's insane how the Grammys can do that. But literally, this album, absolute classic. Michael Jackson literally got up from his grave and clapped to this one. Probably dropped a tear because it was just so beautiful. And to sum it up, what this album's story is throughout it, because, of course, my biggest thing is I just like anxiety, you know, anxiety reducing kind of melodically consistent music. Um, the thing that really can capture the story of this album is he in the beginning, he has this line that's like. Uh, I need a bitch or I'm what a bitch needs. And then at the end. He's like, I don't need a bitch. I'm what a bitch needs. It's like a full, like, you know, journey he takes on. First, he needs the bitch. After the end, he doesn't. That's probably my first time ever swearing on this podcast, but I had to do it because that's what he says. And it's one of the greatest lines in the world ever. Um, the Weeknd, amazing album. If you listen to it, please do yourself a favor. Buy those Audius Technica headphones, put them over your ears, and indulge into the world, into a vortex that we can just paint with his voice. And that's my top five. Uh, let me know if you agree. Let me know if I'm an absolute genius because I named these albums that you forgot about, but you know are amazing. And let me know that I'm the greatest on at Fly Stewie at Twitter. And also let me know if I'm an uneducated idiot for this top five list because honestly, um, I know when it comes to music, it's all subjectivity and a lot of people have a lot of different tastes. So let me know what your top five list is on Twitter. It's at Fly Stewie on Twitter. And we, Flight Crew, have a takeoff. off. <laughs>